Hey, I'm Jody, And I'm Anna. Welcome to Let's Be Real Podcast. Where we talk about why our stories matter and how Jesus is for us. We believe that God created us for a purpose, which gives meaning to everything that we go through. When we share our stories, we can bring hope and help to others. We hope you'll join us. My name's Anna. And I'm Jody, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. And we're very excited to have our guest Delana Cruz here today. Delana is um, our next gen team development director, and she also runs our women's ministry. So, welcome, Delana. Thanks for having me. Hey, Delana. She's also one of our good friends. Very good friends, <laughs> yes. And, and you may see Delana if you look up the women's, Cross Point Women's page yeah she does interviews with ladies and their stories so that's a really good thing to check out yeah what is that called again um it's called come sit with us so we do it typically on wednesdays at noon we go live um some weeks are a little different but we try to shoot for wednesdays at noon um and yeah it's just sharing women stories and how god's been faithful in their lives that's awesome yeah Yeah, it's been really impactful i think i Mm -hmm. love it it's one of my it's actually my favorite part of the week Mm -hmm. um is sitting down and just talking to women about yeah so you never know what people are going to pull out of their right head. yeah so even if i know them really well you never know what's going to come up yes I, I love that part that's so cool well why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and your family and so they get to know you a little bit i'm delena um i've been married for eight and a half years um to my husband joe we have two kids um joey is seven and um, our little one is three. She will officially be adopted here in a few months um, and finally can share her face on um, things. <laughs> She's the one with something always covering her face. Um, so that's my family. Uh, I was born and raised in Houston. I've been here my whole life, and um, I've been at Cross Point for 12 years. Wow. Um, yeah. 12 or 13. I was trying to think about how long it's been. So I am on staff. I've been on staff this term, this time for three years. Um, and then I was on staff before for about three years, right when I first started coming here. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very cool. I was the preschool director, which was like preschool nursery back when we were at Bailey Road. Okay. And I worked with Delaney. I was, I did nursery mm-hmm. oh. when I first came. Yeah. Very Most cool. of my kids that were in my like preschool classes are now in high school, which is just crazy yeah, yeah. that'll make <laughs> you feel, feel really old really old <laughs> I mean how did you get connected to Cross Point so I actually was church hunting um I had graduated from high school and I just didn't fee- find my place where I was um I was homeschooled and so a lot of my friends went off to school and I was just kind of left to figure out what life was going to look like for me And so I started church shopping um, at 19, and all I'd ever known was my home church. Mm -hmm. And my best friend uh, was dating Tom and Susan's youngest son, Samuel, um, at the time. And so I came here just to check it out, thinking I was going to jump to another church, you know, jump to another church, and I never left. And I was here about a month and was asked to join staff, which was... A whirlwind because I was 20 years old um, but yeah it just worked out 
ended up leaving staff then I was an international flight attendant and I just could not like keep the schedule mm-hmm. I, I toughed it out for like about three years and that was I could not keep the schedule right and so um I left staff but never left the church and yeah. then the opportunity presented itself again um about three years ago and um yeah I said yes to another adventure and <laughs> um cross point staff kids ministry <laughs> So, as a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, you were taking a lot of ownership of your faith. You were like, I have to find a church that works for me. So, as a single person, it sounds like you were just trying to do that. What was, why were you so passionate to find a church so young? I grew up in church, um, and it was a very important part of my life. And, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get married very quickly out of high school and have a family and I wanted my family to have a church. Um, God had a different plan. I was about 25 when Joe and I met um, and so that kind of like shifted things and when he decided when we decided to get engaged and you know plan to get married he lived in Katy and so I was like well I'm not leaving my church so you're gonna just have to come here. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, wow, that was really rude. (laughs) Um, But I know that God had a plan for us to be here, you know, long term. And he finally got on board with it eventually. But it was important to me to have um, like a foundation of truth. And I had, back then, we used to do like volleyball pit nights. And we would, um, we had a pretty active young adult ministry Um, And it was really, really important to me to have people in my life that were walking the same path as I was, but also just enjoyed life. We went dancing and like we would do game nights and and pool nights and just have fun together. And we just did life together. And that was really important for me to have because all of my community left. Yeah, I was still close to them but they just didn't live here and so it was really important to have a group of friends that I knew were walking in the same on the same tracks that I was um, even though our lives were vastly different. I like that the same tracks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So have you found that following that and making that an important part of your life and and foundational how you made your decisions how have you found your faith and your walk with God helping you discover in different seasons of your life, the purpose for those seasons? So I like to think about my life as seasons because it has definitely been seasons of, of pain and seasons of joy. And um, I feel like when um, when I first came to Cross Point, I was just really searching for a place. I was searching for a place to fit. And I stayed very committed to my faith from that point on. Um, My faith was made really real for me my junior year of high school. Um, I served in every aspect of ministry, kids ministry and student ministry when I was younger because I was homeschooled and I was available all the time, you know, and I did all the things. And so I basically lived at the church. And um, so I was, it was very important to me to like kind of ground my feet and I grew up in a great home and I love my parents but growing up it was oh we just went to church like it wasn't a part of our 
it wasn't who we were as a family. Um, and so it was really important for me to find my place wherever I was in whatever season I was in because I knew that my faith would ground me. And so walking into marriage, we had, um, you know, some things we had to kind of battle through. And then we got pregnant very quickly. Um, total surprise because I had was I had been told that I would not be able to have kids. And so we find out we're pregnant two months into being married. And I thought my world was like gonna spin out of control. Joe was upset that we were pregnant because we literally had known each other for six months at that point. And he was like, what? Like our honeymoon's over, you know? And so I wouldn't change it for anything because now that I can look back on it, I can see God's faithfulness through why we got pregnant so early because I was gonna have to walk through a really scary health journey when Joey was about 11 months old, which in turn, turned into a different season of, of pain and losing my fertility completely. And then, you know, walking through Harvey and walking through adoption stuff and like seeing the Lord's faithfulness just literally like a string all the way through it. And, you know, you can say like, oh, I was on, I can see it when I'm on my high, high peak. Mm -hmm. And I've had to really be mindful because of the seasons we've been in in the past three years have been really trying for my just my spirit um with adoption and fostering and all of those things um I've had to be very mindful of like seeing his thread of faithfulness through the pit yeah and not just through the the high the peak you know and so that's something I'm really passionate about is like okay step back like look at your life look at your timeline and look at your faith journey and see Yes, God was there for you up here, but he is also so present down in the deep, you know, in mm-hmm. the in the deep water. And um, I have friends that have just come alongside. And it's interesting how your friendships change in the seasons you're in mm-hmm. and how God uses that because mm-hmm. my friendships right now look very different than they did three years ago. And um, my friendships three years ago were full of moms who had little kids and I still have some of those really close friends but I also have friends who don't have kids and God knew that I needed people that didn't have the craziness of being moms to come alongside me in this crazy journey that I'm on um, because I don't think that I could have made it without the people he put in my life mm-hmm. um, from like jobs Joe's crazy job schedule to fostering and people just like literally dropping everything to come be at our door with everything we needed you know and I think you just have to be able to look back and step you have to be willing to step back from your life and say oh I see the purpose in that I see his faithfulness in that I see why we walked through Mm -hmm. that terrible season and I think that unless you if you can't do that, then you you are going to stay in your pit of pity. Yeah. You know, you're, you're wallowing of, oh, why is this happening to me? Or, oh, why are we going through this again? And I'm not saying I am perfect by any means, but I have learned in my 33 years of life that if I can't take a step back, I am going to stay right down in the, de- the deep, in the pit. Mm. 
And so that's really important for me. Um, I love encouraging women in that to, you know, especially when I talk with them on their, with their stories, like, oh, well, I don't really have a story. No, Mm -hmm. you do. Mm -hmm. You got to step back and look at like Mm -hmm. the big picture of, um, I learned about the timeline last year teaching Joey a Bible lesson and homeschooling. And, um, it said, even in your short, short life, it was an elementary lesson. And I was like, wow, thank you. (laughs) Like, it was so eye-opening to me. But take a step back and, like, chronologically lay out your life and see how God has been so faithful to you no matter what season you're in, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. So what does that practically look like for you to take a step back, to look at at your circumstances, to recognize the season that you're in? Um, I think it, for me, it it takes, like, journaling and writing things down. Yeah. sitting down and, and being still and being quiet, which is really hard for me because I'm not a quiet person typically. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just speaking it out loud, yeah. speaking out loud the truth of, yes, this is hard. This is something I never would have put our family in, but let's look at what this looks like on the other side. Let, let's walk through this. and. Honestly, being a mom has shown me that to the extreme because during our foster journey, especially from like August until February, um, we our house was empty. We didn't have any placements and we had taken a step back from foster care in August, not on paper, but just like for us, we had said, okay, we're going to really weigh things out because Joey was having a really hard time with the losses of our placements. And um, he just didn't understand as a six-year-old that why they couldn't stay, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was one of those things where I was reminding myself because I was reminding him, like, Mm -hmm. hey, let's look at this. Let's look at why mommy can't have another baby and what what God has done for us. Let's look at why our house flooded and why we walked through that and what God has done on the side of it and why, you know, fill in the blank. Like, I could go on and on and on. But being a mom to a little person who needed to hear in plain elementary mm-hmm. layman's terms, like, this is how God has been faithful. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be, let me look at all of, you know, mm-hmm. these extra reasons. It's just really simple. Just say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write it down. Look at the big picture. Take a bird's eye view of what is happening. Because it can be really easy to get in that pit of, wow, this really sucks. Mm -hmm. Wow, I really don't want to walk through this. Wow, why is this happening again? You Mm -hmm. know, and I think being his mom was what God used to teach me, hey, it's not not that difficult. Just sit down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just say it out loud. Talk about it. Um write it down writing it down is really important to me I think his faithfulness is something that encourages me the most Mm -hmm. of whenever I do take the time to sit and just thank him for the ways that he showed up for me just this day it can be very simple things but it made a big impact on my day and looking back and seeing how he's been faithful in the pits and in the highs is so so encouraging a bible study i started um when joe lost his job was a thousand gifts by m boss camp and that study really sparked 
just a fire in me to like think about something every single day mm-hmm. that can be so simple like a glass of, like a cup of coffee or mm-hmm. a sunrise to the fact that you know my son wanted to pray before bed like though you have to you have to look for those things because yeah. if you don't the world we live in you can get really jaded and really mm-hmm. lost in the mundane constant mm-hmm. craziness of life you know and I know why we walked through certain things because now I can see, oh, I can encourage this mom because she's walking through the same thing or I can encourage this couple because they're walking through the same thing. And that Bible study was pivotal for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've done it like three times. I've read through it three times. (laughs) Um, And I'd had it on my shelf for years. Mm. And I was in such a low place when we were financially strapped in a way that I never thought we would be to just desperately seek something. And um, it just kind of like kept popping up on my bookshelf. I was like, yeah. okay, I hear you. I'll yeah. do it, you know. I love when that happens. Yes. Like you have a and book or something, you're like, oh, this is the season? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, have you found that with the different positions that you've been in the church, but also as an international flight attendant, the different desires and gifts that God has put inside of you how have you seen him work that into the things that you do or that you've been you jumped into or you've been called to to fill a need but then you didn't realize oh I really like doing that yeah so I came on staff this this time as the elementary coordinator I think <laughs> that's right. that title. <laughs> um I did a lot of curriculum prep I did a lot of volunteer like you know, back and forth with people, and um, I loved my job, but it had just kind of gotten to a place where I didn't, I didn't know where I fit, and um, I think it was in February when I was asked to kind of think about this new position um, that I currently have, which is onboarding and training and caring for the Next Generation team, which is birth through students all of our dream teamers and so during that process of thinking I was like yeah I don't know if this is my I don't know this is where I fit you know because I'm not a big like admin person Mm -hmm. I'll be the first to say that to somebody so it's taught me a lot about admin work (laughs) um but also I think um having somebody my boss like speaking into me saying no I see this in you and calling out like you are a people person and you are a leader of people and you love people this is meant for you like this is what we we had you in mind when we made this job description and so even though I was kind of hesitant to even say yes because um, I don't I, I, I like change and I'm, re- I'm always ready to like jump and take a risk my husband balances me out in that way because he is not that way. Um, but uh, I also get a little anxious about it. And yeah. so um, newness, not knowing how to do things is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all boils down to I just I love people. Mm-hmm. I and my passion for women's ministry boils down to that same thing. It's just I love women and I love caring for people um I'm a two on the Enneagram and so I find that a lot of times I don't fall straight in line with my two-ness 
I fall more in line with with my wing with being a three, and he's been so faithful that I have always been able to work in hospitality. Um, I still consider what I do now a hospitable job because I get to love on people and serve them and care for them. Mm -hmm. And so um, even when I was a flight attendant, that's what I did. When I waited tables, that's what I did. Um, Being a mom and being a wife, and I feel like that is my calling in life is just to love people. And I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy caring for people and but not just on a surface level. Mm-hmm. I like to really know people. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a lot of friends growing up. I always had a ton of friends. And I realized after I graduated that it's really important to have friends, but it's also really important to have really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I have been told I'm like one of a few that I have a lot, I have several really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, people that serve different purposes in my life and I serve different purposes in their lives. But deep connection friendships that is not normal to have mm-hmm. even one sometimes. Some people don't even ever find that one person that they deeply connect with. And I have like six um, very close friends. Everybody stood next to me on my wedding day. I'm still very close to, which is also something that I'm so grateful for because yeah. I know that doesn't happen it's in a life gift. a lot. Yeah. It is a gift. Yeah. And I just, I love being a friend. I love my people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that even though everybody is in a different part of their lives or different seasons, that's what makes it so special is that we can all still be there. Mm-hmm. Or I can, you know, we can yeah. be there for each other through ABC, you mm-hmm. know. And having people that you can talk to who aren't going to judge you for anything that comes out of your mouth but also are willing to stick a foot in your butt because you need to you need a kick you know like you need to be pushed or pulled this way um is really important it sounds like through each season of your life you've been called to love people deeply and I've definitely seen that in y'all's foster care journey of all the placements that you've had all of those all of those kids were your babies immediately Mm -hmm. and it was so so sweet to watch you love on them so what would you say to someone that is maybe feeling discouraged in finding a purpose or what God has put in their heart to do or exercising their gifts or something like that? So I wrote down three things. Okay. <laughs> um, one is take the leap, mm. even though it's scary. Um, because the ball's in your court. You can't move from a place of discouragement unless you're really willing to move. Um, because we can sit in discouragement for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And you eventually get bitter and get tired and get angst, angsty, you know. And it's easy to sit there. Mm-hmm. But just as easy it is, is as it is to sit in those places, it's scary, but it's just as easy to jump mm-hmm. and jump into something. Um, and I think Crosspoint does a really great job with surrounding giving people opportunities to jump, but then coming alongside people and surrounding them. Mm -hmm. Whether that looks like jumping into a life group, jumping into serving, jumping into something like CR. Like there are places for you to jump and people to hold you and hold your hand and walk with you. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the second thing is surround yourself with a support system, which kind of goes hand in hand, but um, not everybody can find support as easily as the other person, you know, and, but that doesn't mean that there isn't support. Um, think about your life. Are you a mom? Are you a grandma? Are you a wife? Are you a single person? Are you, you know, like, and don't be scared to find your support in people who are a step ahead of you or a step behind mm-hmm. you um, because they all offer mm-hmm. wisdom to yeah. the season of life you're in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mentors are hard to find, I feel like, but they're out there, you mm-hmm. know. You just have, you really have to be willing to put yourself out. You have to be open. And yeah. You have to be open to, may, okay, maybe I want you to be my mentor, but you don't have the time right now, but you suggest somebody else. It's okay. Like, it's not an end-all, be-all that this per- one person can't stand in the gap with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing is just to lean on the Lord and lean on what He has for your life because He does have a purpose for people's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but that purpose is not found by wallowing and mm-hmm. sitting and being stuck, you yeah. know? That purpose is found by trying new things and putting yourself out there and trying really hard things. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. Something I tell my kids all the time. Like, we can do hard things. It may not be fun and it may not be what you want to do, but you can do hard things, you know? And um, you look, you, it just always points back to his, to his faithfulness, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself of that too. Um, that even though this is hard, it's not going to be hard forever. Yeah. And he doesn't abandon us in the hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard someone say once that the very thing you didn't think you could ever survive, you're actually walking through and surviving right now. Mm-hmm. And That's I think good. that That's good. that just defines life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tuesday. We're going to walk through this really hard thing today. Yeah. Right. Um, so my life first um, that kind of like really pushed me into what I feel like my purpose was when I was in high school. Um, I had an amazing two ladies that led our high school small group and they walked with us through each grade and um, they picked, our senior year picked a verse for us, for each of us. And I remember that the one they picked for me was one of their favorite, like one of theirs Mm -hmm. favorite verses. And it's Zephaniah 3.17. And um, so I remember going back in some Bibles that I had. And I remember journaling about that verse when I was in junior high. And then it was kind of like spoken over me as a high school senior. And um, it's, your God is present among you, a strong warrior to save you. Happy to have your back. He'll calm you with his love and delight you with his songs. And um, just like the simple thought of the Lord being present no matter what and the fact that even though maybe even I disappointed him or I walked through something and didn't walk through it you know as well as I could have um that he doesn't forget Mm -hmm. about you he doesn't forget about who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and what you desire um walking through my early 20s when all of my friends had gotten married and I was still single, um, it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was hard to constantly be surrounded by 
and be the third wheel. The or thing the that wheel, you wanted most to. Or the seventh wheel or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. But looking looking back, Joe wasn't even here yet, and he was still living in another state. And so thinking about it in the big picture of, I know why I was still single, and I know why God put really great guy friends in my life who were the spouses or the you know fiancés of my friends to encourage me like hey you it's okay you know like come on let's go to let's go to dinner or let's go out or whatever and just thinking about how personal God is and how sweet he is in those moments of mm-hmm. sadness or desperation you know whatever yeah. disappointments um looking back and thinking he was faithful or he is faithful still mm-hmm. you know and that my purpose was woven straight through yeah even being in junior high and mm-hmm. learning to love you know love on kids was really important to me thank you delena thanks yeah. for having me that was so good it was very good thank you for being um vulnerable and sharing mm-hmm. the hard parts of your life with us today yeah thanks for having me you're not off the hook yet though okay um, we do save the hardest questions for last. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so if you could read us a question. Carpet or hardwood floors? Oh, this is a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a lab who sheds terribly, terribly bad. And I love her dearly, but her hair is gross. And hardwoods are easier to mm-hmm. keep clean for me. You see, the thing about carpet is you might not notice all of the things that are on your floor. Until you vacuum. <laughs> until you vacuum. <laughs> and I have to say, it's actually not hardwood floors. I'm a towel girl. So really? my my floors in our house, after Harvey, we redid with all tile. Yeah. Wood-looking tile, though. Yeah. Which I really like. We've got wood tile, and I really love it. But we do have carpet in our bedrooms. Yeah, we do, too. I like that, too. So I guess I'm both. Yeah. Same, but for cleaning purposes, I would be more hard floor. What about you, Jody? Hardwood. Hardwood. Or tile. But yeah. Hardwood, yeah. Okay. Roller coasters or bumper cars? Ooh. I like water coasters. I'm not a roller coaster person. But What's a water coaster? Like like Slitterbun. Like, oh, oh, like slides and different slides, things like yeah, that. Like it's a cool. So you would rather go on a slide that has no strap <laughs> versus a strapped in roller coaster. Exactly. So since I'm not a roller coaster <laughs> person, crazy. I'll say bumper cars. I am 100% a roller coaster person. <laughs> I love the thrill of a coaster. Love it. I'd have to say um before my MS got really bad, I was a roller coaster person. Mm. But the, all the flips and the things yeah. now, my yeah. vertigo, I can't handle it. I I, I'm out for the rest of the day yeah. if I do a roller coaster now. One time, but. <laughs> I get cars, I get motion sickness very easily. Mm-hmm. And so, as a child, my family they took us to like a roller coaster park, and my parents gave me Dramamine, oh, but no. they didn't realize they gave me the non. The, the drowsy kind, mm-hmm. and so when we stopped for lunch, I like literally my face fell asleep in my plate. <laughs> <laughs> my parents were like, oh no, we're so sorry. See, I don't love water rides. I rode the water slide at Di- uh, Disney. No, I rode the water slide at camp a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, and yeah. I have yet to post the videos from my camp experience because they're embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I actually noticed it yesterday that I never posted anything. 
there is this one video of me coming down the water slide. Caitlin Allen and I went down at the same time, and I literally flew off the water slide. I thought I was going to fall off. <laughs> I basically drowned myself because I had held my nose way too high. Oh, and yeah. Because I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And no, I'm good. But yeah. also, like, if back in the day at camp, I would have done everything. I got on the blob, and it took everything in me to jump off of the blob because now you think oh well if i hurt myself who's gonna who's taking care of my kids or me yeah you know and i used to be just completely fearless and now i'm like cautiously fearless (laughs) yeah what you got judy okay uh super sandwich oh why do you need to choose yeah i like both it normally comes at panera with the half and the half let's do the half and the half I mean, typically, I guess I'm a sandwich person because soup is hot and it's always hot here. But I, I do like a good, good soup. But I'm always in the mood for soup. That's Even when yesterday. it's hot, I can really? go for a good soup. I, yeah. Wow. I mean, as long as I'm not sitting outside. Yeah, no, I don't want to be in the heat. <laughs> I agree with dedication. You. Yeah. No, but a good soup. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to choose. Hmm. Okay. Well, I won't I'm a half and half girl. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Delina. Thanks for having me. That was a great conversation. I just loved that time with her. It was good. I really loved just the reminder of his faithfulness through every yeah. season. It was so sweet. Yeah, it was what, very good. What was your favorite part? Um, well, there were several, but one of the things that really struck out to stuck out to me was how um, important it was to take a step back, mm-hmm. look at your timeline, and rehearse to, to yourself the faithfulness of God and yeah. how He's been there for you. That's good. I really loved when she talked about taking a leap Mm. and how we a lot of times kind of get we'll get scared into staying still and I remember when I was struggling with fear personally um, one thing that just kept coming back to my head was being afraid isn't a good enough reason to not do it Uh, (laughs) Um, there's that verse in Timothy that talks about where God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power and of sound mind and um, so God doesn't want us to live in a place of fear. He wants us to take the leap, mm-hmm. and He will be there to catch us. Yeah, He's very faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope that this was an encouragement to you today. If you like this episode, we hope that you can share it with a friend, and you can rate us and review us. Review us. There it is. <laughs> or we'd love for you to come join us on a Sunday morning here in Pearland, Texas at 9 and 1045. Thanks, you guys, and we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.